You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back for another weekly rendition of Cairo Social Tech Raw. I am Nicole Cowley, and I have with me Tristan Schaub, and we are both joining you today from afar. So Tristan is at DE. Can everybody get a big uh, shout out for DE? <laughs> <laughs> so I've never been, but I just hear just amazing things about DE. So this isn't your first one, right? No, this is I. I think I went with a kid. Uh, this is uh, my third one in a row this year. But uh, you know, it's a passionate group. I think they're they're uh, they're growing again, um, and uh, uh, the students are gravitating towards it. You know, you need to have your base in philosophy and chiropractic, and you have to have mentors that understand the principle of above, down, inside, out. And um, you know, the the group of leaders at D are. Um, Amazing down the line from Lucas Matlock to Steve Judson to Brian Lieberman, Eddie Martinez, Dean Satilli. So just phenomenal group of leadership. And uh, they uh, they welcome everyone with open arms and uh, it, it can get um, it can get intense here. So it, it's cool. But they do four times a year, three times in Atlanta, one time in Sarasota and uh, love to see. Vitalogics here as a booth vendor some point in time because I think you guys could help out a lot of the docs here. Somebody tag Frank Jew in this. <laughs> so um, uh, Cal Jam is next weekend, right? Are you going to Cal Jam? I'll be at Cal Jam. I'll be Cal, at Cal Jam's Jam. on my bucket list and DE's on my bucket list. Those are two big ones that I just hear doctors go to and they go over and over year after year, obviously, because it delivers. So I'll see you in Sarasota. My grandma has a condo there. That'll be the one I'll want to hit up. <laughs> That's a big party one. So, um, you know, but you're in a freaking really cool place because you're at uh, you're at the base, the pro baseball chiropractic society meetup, right? Yeah. Check it out. I'm at the Kansas City Royals uh, spring training facility for the professional baseball chiropractic societies. Um, conference and I've worked with uh, Dr. Brian Prieto. He's been a client of mine for just about a year now and he is one of the board members. And so he introduced me and I am very excited to be here. Cairo Social Tech is the sponsor of the group this year and I'm going to be speaking at their luncheon in August at their August event. And then I also had um, a professional hockey, a chiropractor of one of the professional hockey teams, reach out to me this week. So I was just telling Tristan before we go live, I'm going to rebrand myself as the sports chiropractic social media girl. <laughs> oh, you know what? Your your audience, your community brands you. That's that's the true luxury. And if that happens innately, that's what was meant to happen because of the work that you put in and because they accepted it, adopted it. You know, sports chiropractors typically, I think, from one side of our fence get a bad rap from maybe the straighter side because they get pigeonholed into muscle skeletal. There's tons of audio chiropractors that are sports chiropractors out there. Um, Dr. But, Lucas you know, Matlock, you just mentioned one. He's a client of mine as well. Who's that? Dr. Lucas Matlock. Yeah, you know, so there's tons of there's tons of great um, sports chiropractors out there that still follow the principles. And 
the other thing about sports chiropractors is that they're typically want to or they are business savvy. So them adopting social media to me is like they would typically be, I think, right at the front of the line. So I think, you know, grab that bull and ride it. Yeah, I'm excited. I am really excited. So next week when we go live, I'll bring you. So I just got here. I literally just set my booth up. Um, so next next week, I'll bring you how it was, what we learned. And I can't wait to hear some of Tristan's DE stuff. But proud member of the Samurai for the past 39 minutes. Welcome, Dr. Scott Little. You're a new Samurai <laughs> member. I love it. So speaking of the Samurai, so this is going to lead right into it. Speaking of the Samurai in the vault, what I wanted to touch on first with our show this week is you shared something. I think you shared it in the Cairo Sushi free group, and then it kind of went viral amongst the chiropractic groups. I saw uh, just a lot of people share it throughout their groups, and it was a Facebook comment that somebody had made in a marketing group. So there's all these like funnel groups and marketing groups out there. They're non-chiropractic. And it's people that are, you know, learning how to do Facebook ads, learning how to create these online agencies themselves and then deliver the services. So nothing like you have to start somewhere, right? I'm not knocking starting somewhere and someone wanting to run ads for someone else for free to learn it and get them going. But what you shared, the post you shared really rocked me. And I made that joking comment, but what I wanted to talk about is how do chiropractors know Who's good? Who's not? Who's legit? And I, I hate to use the term scam them because I don't think people are trying to scam them, but I think people are trying to learn through them. And I'm not sure that a healthcare professional is the place to like start learning Facebook ads. Like my comment was, you know, go to your local coffee shop or your local restaurant, run some test ads for them, learn the platforms, learn how it works, learn the communication. And then when you get some results, maybe take that to healthcare. But to me, like the comment, she didn't even know how to get access to the doctor's Facebook ad account. So she'd signed him as a client and she had no clue how to access his ad account. uh, You know, I'm going to give full disclosure here. And I was so, we were on a, we were on a message together, me and Nicole. And I didn't, I didn't get to answer that because I got taken away by something else. But you mentioned, I freaking hate Facebook business manager. And when you said that, I was like, thank God someone else finally, (laughs) it is the most unintuitive uh, stupid arrangement. I have, I'm on multiple Facebook business managers where I can do ads. I don't have an ad account. I, I, you know, like I just, I like the old way. Maybe I'm getting old. Uh, I understand where they're moving towards the business manager. Uh, it makes sense, but the interface is very clunky, not intuitive, not easy to use. We agree with that. Yes. And when you put your page into the business manager, you no longer get the notifications in Facebook about your page. You have to go into the Facebook pages app to get your notifications about your page. And so now, especially as a doctor, they don't have time to log into Facebook as it is, let alone to log into Facebook and the pages app to keep up with everything that's going on. I So I'm not a fan of the business manager. The business manager is really for people that are starting a legit agency and need to manage. Like, here's an example, franchise that I worked with. A franchise has a business manager because they have all 40 of their franchise clinics pages inside that business manager. And they can look at all the stats as whole or as separate and they can manage everything in one. That makes sense. But for local businesses, for, you know, mom and pop shops, for your family chiropractor, no, you're going to lose so much value going to business manager. So right. 
don't do that. Um, That's like, don't red flag one. <laughs> yeah. So for, for people watching right now, for people um, that can hear it on the podcast, I'll just read it real quick. Real, real quick. Uh, the girl wrote, hi, I finally have got my first client, a chiropractor. Yay! I'm to Facebook ads. What is it exactly that I need to ask him to share with me? His login details? Or do, you, do I need to make him an administrator? I don't understand this part. Dan, in his webinar, and she's referencing Dan Henry, who's uh, now making money by teaching people how to do these Facebook ads, says, ask them to invite you to their business manager. How do I get access to their account? Do I need to be using their login? Do they need to make me admin? So... Also, their payment account will just get charged after a certain amount of days. Many thanks in advance. I really, and this is the key, I really hope to learn this stuff. So I get, like, I want to give her some plausible deniability and some empathy as a human being and say, you know, the business manager is confusing. I don't like it either. But I think the start of that and the end of it kind of summed it up. I got my first client. It's a chiropractor. And for people in the profession and, and Cairo kids like me that grew up uh, in chiropractic, like Nicole just said, you know what? Start off with other service providers. Go with lawyers, accountants, not healthcare, because there's a higher risk. And this is the big thing that is behind the curtain when you see these ads. And, and just to give you guys a snapshot, here's the ads they're running. I'll, I'll give you the formula. Uh 27, 47, 97, whatever, put a seven in there. Uh, dollar special uh, for free for exam and x-ray. And you put a photo of yourself and you say hi to your community and you give a little bit of bio. And then you run that ad to a, to a base audience. And what's happening is people are claiming the offers. Most chiropractors that are coming back are going, well, uh, that was, that sucked because I got leads, but they didn't show up. My, my receptionist couldn't contact them. And this comes right back to the root of the problem because Facebook's not really utilized for conversion marketing until you've had a really warm audience, as we like to talk mm -hmm. about, or you, you, you've been around and, and, and you've, you've developed and engaged a community. So the biggest problem that I have is there are going to be, and I talked about with this with Chris Burfield the other night, there's going to be an office that does something, they're going to run an ad that's incompliant with the laws in their state and they're going to get, they're going to get pinched. And it's because this advertiser is not a strategist. Uh, it's, it doesn't know the laws, doesn't really know anything. And that's the bigger concern other than they don't know how to log into the account. Because if they don't know how to do the basics from the webinar that they learned, uh, how are the hell are they going to know how to run an ad strategy? Right? Right. Exactly. And so here's the tips that I have for you. You know, if you are talking with someone and they're going to start doing your marketing for you, ask them, why do they work with chiropractors? I got that question a lot. And I love that question. And Dr. Prieto, uh, who I'm working with today, one of his questions was, I don't mean to be rude, but I get a lot of messages and I just want to know why is your niche market chiropractors? How did you choose that? And I was like, my aunt's chiropractor, I started in software, it was organic, it was all natural. I learned a lot about chiropractic well before I ever started marketing chiropractic. So where I think you can start is by interviewing that person on what they know about chiropractic. Because yeah. if they don't know anything about chiropractic, then how are they going to market you if they don't know anything about you, right? So... Well 
Yeah, that's true. I love that. Hey, everybody, it's Nicole here. I want to thank you again so much for listening to the Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast slash Facebook live show. Please do connect with us on your favorite social media platform by searching Cairo Social Tech or for Tristan, Cairo Sushi. We would absolutely love to hear from you. I also wanted to take a quick moment to give a big shout out to two companies who we love and support immensely because they support the chiropractic profession so much. The first, Vitalogics EHR, is the only chiropractic cloud software out there that is connected to a robust automated marketing system. It can greatly take your whole practice from operation to communication into the 21st century. An advocate listener of the show is Bolt Tape CEO, Dr. Dean Clark. Bolt Tape is a revolutionized kinesiology tape that applies an Arnica natural-based oil and energy onto the tape that gives incredible results. So I actually personally use the tape for the joint pain that's created by my lupus about five times a week. I wouldn't be able to do this work without it. Check out our supporters in more detail at vitalogics.com and bolttape.com. Mention this show, Cairo Social Tech Raw, for a special offer with either of them. And so here's the other thing I want to lead into is this is why, and this may not be why you're doing what you're doing necessarily, but this is why the vault, which I have, is $50 a month. It's incredibly affordable. It is so affordable for you and your whole staff to come into the vault and learn what these tools are. So if you do determine to outsource it to someone or to hire someone, you know what they're supposed to be doing for you. So you have some weight to say, yes, you're doing a good job or no, you're not doing a good job. You can go in there and check their ads, but you have at least something to stand on. So the Samurai, I think, um, you know, similar aspect. If you're in the Samurai, 75 a month, is that what it is? Yeah, but it's going to be 150 after uh, January 31st. So 75 a month this month, like get into the Samurai for 75 a month. And then you can ask those questions. You can say, hey, I got pitched this. I've been talking to this person. I think I'm going to sign up with them. Is it a good deal? And there's mentors. And that's what we're here for is really to serve to make sure that you're getting the best value and you're not getting ripped off. And I hate the term because I don't think people are out there trying to rip you off and scam you, but I don't think they're out there trying to leverage chiropractic, no, which is what my Their first intent is to make money and it's not to serve in love. Let, let, exactly. Let, 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 we cut through the bullshit. They're, they're, they're looking to make money. And anytime, and then when the chiropractor, and this is the perfect storm, typically the chiropractors that are signing up with them are trying to make money too. And they're forgetting the root of what we are about, which is to love and serve. Wow, I really am at DD. It's just coming up through the <laughs> it's coming up through the rafters. But I, I love it. Yeah, ask the, so number one, I like I love what Nicole said. Ask them why. And if you get some generic, I love chiropractors, bullshit. Call that out. Like, what do you Who's love? Who's your chiropractor? chiropractor? When's the last time you went? <laughs> yeah. Can you define vertebral subluxation? You know, all that kind of stuff. So Can the you say vertebral is, subluxation? <laughs> when when we when we whenever I launched anything or been a part of launches, you're you're gonna be at a starting point. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things that drives me crazy about these people that are that are that are 
really parasitic. They have the same template, which is I'll run your ads for you. You don't have to pay a set, but the ads. So they're saying you let you know b gamble with your money that I know what I'm doing and I'm trying to build up my case. Well, here's the deal: if you're a true business person, you're going to go get that capital and find it somewhere, and you're going to tell that customer or client in the beginning stages, you know what, the first month's completely on me. I, I I'm learning. I am going to take the risk. Well, then we'll, we'll, we'll look at stage two, which is maybe month two, and then let's transition into a partnership here. But when you see someone going, well, no, you gamble, you're essentially you're saying, I'll roll the dice for you, but you put the money on the line. Uh, that's that's a red flag. And and so when we launched Dr. Base, we had a strategy where it was like, we're going to find key opinion leader number one. Key opinion leader number one is going to be free, absolutely 100% free. In exchange, they're going to give us feedback. They're going to be uh, our cheerleaders if all goes well. And and typically, they're industry leaders. So you go to the top and you say, look, you deserve, because of your influence, uh, a shot at, 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 at what we can do. Then we had second tier, Key Opinion Leaders 2s, which got a massive discount. And then we rolled out our, ro our real, you know, massive product launch. But... You know, most don't know how to run strat. They don't know how to run strategies for Facebook ads. So why would they know how to run a strategy for developing a business? So one of the things you can ask someone is if they say I've been I've been successful with multiple accounts and they come to you with that, do your damn due diligence and ask for at least three references. Mm -hmm. Ask for three references from people to say I you have you worked with uh, Jason? Tell me what results you got. Tell me about his support. Uh, tell me where things might have gone wrong, that kind of stuff. No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And get into the vault and the samurai and learn these tools. Because ultimately, as a business owner, one of the biggest things is you can't delegate what you don't know. And that doesn't mean like if you're going to delegate somebody to build your website, you don't know, you don't need to know how to code a website in order for somebody to do that. But you have to have an idea of the components that should make up your website. So when they're done building your website, you can look at it and say, this is a finished product or this isn't a finished product. And it's similar with social media. But what I wanted to kind of switch over to, and this leads right into it, and something that I've been preaching about a lot lately, we saw the big update that, you know, everybody, marketers all around, except for the good chiropractor ones, we're using these scare tactics, right? Facebook right. is done for businesses. But we saw Matthew Luke come out and say that this is a great thing for chiropractors. We saw Chris Porfield come out and say this is a great thing for chiropractors. Jim Chester, myself, you, Sean Dill, all of the chiropractic marketing gurus, the term we all love, are coming out and saying this is great because Facebook is trying to keep people on Facebook in order for you to even have an audience there to market to. So that's every, number one on the Facebook update. Every year, every year, Danny Zuckerberg's got to come out and go, all right, little, all right, little children, you've, you've gone a little MySpace, CRP. Here's what we're, this has happened every, it's just like in chiropractic. Every year, some uh, allopathic or, or, or some conglomerate, is going to drop some, you know, uh, there was a stroking chiropractic. Meanwhile, 3 million people died because of surgical bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. So every year, uh, 
Zuckerberg's got to come out to appease his his efforts to keep this as a community. And, you know, this one was a little bit stricter, I think, but but I do. I think it's the best thing that can happen for for uh, for Facebook and for for you as a business owner. And it doesn't change anything that I've been doing and it doesn't change anything that I've been doing for my clients, because ultimately I don't see Facebook as a place to pick off clients or to pick off patients, but I see Facebook as a place to learn more about my clientele, to engage more with my clientele, to educate my clientele or potential clientele in order to strengthen that relationship. So I think the biggest thing it goes back to, and this is the same with the Facebook ads, if you're going to try to you know, buy some Facebook ads expert to run an ad to drip you new patients just to pick off new patients. That strategy just doesn't work. It doesn't work, period. It's going to work. Like you said, you're going to get a lot of leads and then you're going to get a lot of no shows. You may have some people show up and never show up for the second. So there's a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money there that didn't go anywhere. When if you take a step back and you think, okay, How can I create an ad to serve my audience? Don't ask them for anything. And then think about what is the next step that they need to take to make their life better based upon whatever you're serving them with. So maybe it's they're going to put their email address in to get these exercises or to get these recipes or to get the story behind chiropractic or to get your video that you're doing. And now you have their email address. They've committed to wanting information from you and you can start to take that relationship to the next level. So it goes back to the theory you've always talked about going into a bar and walking up to a lady and trying to have sex with her immediately before you ever even get her name or try to buy her. It works for me because I'm amazing, but for (laughs) most people it doesn't. So let's just be honest. But let's be honest. Some people it'll work for if you're amazing. But if you're everybody else, you got to put some work into it. You got to put some time into it. You got to put, you have to love on the person. You have to serve them if they're going to come back and serve you. And now we think about that backwards. Love that. Love that. Well, I think as chiropractors, we think, wait, I have the greatest gift in the world. They should want what I have. Why aren't they just come running for what I have? But ultimately, they just don't know what they don't know. So running an ad to say, okay, since you don't know what you don't know, let's just slash the cost in half or in a quarter, and then maybe you'll buy into it, isn't going to work. So I'm all about educate, educate, educate. People say, I've heard this comment from chiropractors in groups, that education doesn't work. We've tried that. We've been trying to educate for, you know, over, you know, whatever, 100 years, and it just doesn't work. We're not getting the population. Well, ultimately, that's, I don't think that's true because I know everybody in my hometown, the majority of them were under chiropractic care. I think chiropractic is more mainstream now than ever has been before. And I think it's taking it now to the next level, not stopping and reverting backwards, but educating even more and using these tools to do so. Well, I think they're missing something there. Education doesn't work unless the educator is, the, the teacher is charismatic and entertaining. And so I, I hate to see, you know, I, I'll share Jim Parker, you know, when he had his, his presenters, his teachers, uh, they had to go through rigorous, like you have to be, not, you have to be bought in. You can't just, you know, nowadays, even, you know, at Sushi, we're trying to bring that back for the Kyra Sushi Summit where it's like, you know what, you want to, you want to, you want to be a part of this show up. I had so many people last year. So I had so many doctors 
that I won't mention names, but the, the, you know, I don't associate with them now, but they would call me up and they go, you really need me at Cairo Sushi next year. Can you put me on? You know, I'm sorry, we're booked already, but why don't you show up for our opening night? We'll have a share session. You can get seven to 10 minutes. And, um, you know, next year we'll, we'll, we'll talk about putting you on next year. Oh no, I'm worth more than, than seven to 10 minutes. The people that came and did seven to 10 minutes, Alex Vidan, that's a class act. Alex showed up, said, look, I'll be there. Whatever you need from me, I'm in it with you to help support chiropractic. Um, that was a side note where my point was going was, but Alex is a great entertainer and a great communicator. He's also so, a sports chiropractor. Yeah, sports chiropractor, a championship <laughs> sports chiropractor. So, you know, what we're going to see is the, the, the cream that's going to rise to the top. Like, oh, yeah, macho man, you're going to rise to the top. The cream that rises to the top is going to be either you're going to have so much dynamic, great content. Like, that's something, like, I rely on. Like, I don't have a backdrop for my shows. I hope that my interviews are really great. And most people tell me afterwards that those were really great questions. Most people come to me and tell me. That was really, you know, I, I'd rather be Larry King and just have, like, it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. But I think for most content creators out there, they're going to have to go a little bit more entertaining. And even Kairo Sushi, I'm working on different content that's going to be a little bit more faster paced, more MTV stylish, uh, have uh, B-roll footage and stuff like that. You're going to have to adopt that mindset that you're putting on a show. And the people that put on a show, Gary V, for example, Gary V got to where he is because he puts on a God, he puts on a damn good show. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where the, if I don't want to be educated, of course, because I don't want to be bored, but you know, if you're entertaining, like Bill Nye, the science guy, no offense. I think the guy's not a scientist and I think that his, his content's crap, but he's damn entertaining and he teaches kids science. Mr. Wizard taught kids. He taught Mr. Wizard taught people how to do science that was like, if you went into school, you'd be going, I don't want to do this stuff, but Mr. Wizard made it cool. That's what you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. So create a show, educate, educate while being entertaining. But ultimately, you know, I don't want anyone to just way overthink this, like think, okay, well, I'm not entertaining, so I can't do this. It's really about breaking down the barriers of the computer and the cameras and the keyboard and considering that on the other side is your potential patient, is your potential audience. Those people on the other side of your Facebook ad, on the other side of your Facebook post are the same people that you're going to see at the grocery store, at the gas station, when yeah. you're picking your kids up from school. So you want to be in charge of that messaging that's put out there. And ultimately, you want to take their lives to the next level. So We've talked about this as well. You know, it's great that there's regurgitated content that's shared out there that, you know, maybe doesn't have any branding to the local office. But when you're sharing that, I really want you to think about, like, what does that do for that person that sees it and reads it? Does it move their life? Does it take them to the next level? Does it push mm -hmm. their thought process? Does it open up? Does it break down barriers for what maybe they thought chiropractic was? And so rather than trying to push content, I still have chiropractors trying to push content every single day or twice a day or three times a day. And I would say, take a step back and try to push content that's really, really moving. And that may be every other day. You may be sharing four times a week versus seven times a week. But rather than just trying to fill those days and fill that time, 
really consider what does your audience need to know. And this is the hardest part for me because I have people that come to me and they're like, I just want to hire you to do my social media. So I took on a client recently to do their social media and it's difficult because I don't know anything about them. They don't want to get on the phone with me. I've searched their website. I've, you know, asked questions to get on the phone to talk to them just so I can kind of get their know, get to know their personality more, get to know what they want to serve their clients with more. And they're like, just, you know, go to my website and repurpose the stuff from my website to my social media. I'm like, that's great. And we can do that for an extent and for a time being, but that's not engaging your audience. That's not moving your audience in any direction. That's just regurgitating a bunch of information. And so that's fine. We talk about that, like repurposing content, but that content has to have a purpose to the end user that's viewing it and reading it. And Dr. Kim Berkus is on. Um, so if you want a good example of this, Dr. Kim Berkus has been going live. I think she does it once a week. I don't think it's a strict. She's like consistently inconsistent, which is what we love, right? Be consistently inconsistent, but keep doing it. Like she just keeps going live. And just like we shared last week, people are coming up to her saying, I saw you. I love your videos. They're not commenting. They're not liking, but they are watching. And that's the biggest piece. Yeah. You know, Google's going to reward this next year. Uh, I got some insider secrets from uh, a friend. Um, and he said, here's where you're going to see next year in Google. Most bloggers typically have been doing the shorter style blogs with just essentially the closest thing you can get to keyword stuffing without being called keyword stuffing. Mm -hmm. And Google's going to start rewarding uh, web pages, blog pages that have 15 plus, 1500 plus words or more. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 the consensus behind that is that if you're putting that much effort in, and this comes back to that love and service thing. You're giving love and you're giving actual service and value to that reader. You're giving the sauces away. You're giving the recipes away that they're going to reward those content creators with uh, phenomenal rankings and phenomenal virality. So um, that, that goes back to what you're saying. Even that, that cor correlates with doing videos. So are you getting, are you getting called the bat third right now? No, I was just seeing if they were trying to close up or lock the doors, but I think we're good. <laughs> They're probably waiting on me to get out of here. The the Cairo Social Tech Raw, the, the, the one that Nicole got locked in, uh, the Kansas City Training Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's stuck in the spring facility. She's never leaving. <laughs> well, cool. Well, we, uh, I, I, you know, that's, I think that it, the bottom line to sum up what we've been talking about, it comes back to, be as helpful as you can without thinking about what, what, a, what a mindset, right? Be about giving without receiving. And if you take that mindset and in, in that approach into your content strategy and your content marketing and your Facebook marketing and your blogging, oh boy, I'll tell you, the rewards are there. They're absolutely there. I want to, uh, before we close out, I want to share something because I've been playing around on Snapchat a lot more, right? And Snapchat is getting quite interesting, okay? So um, there is, oh, I have my phone on airplane. So in Snapchat, you can share your snaps to your story or you can also share to what's called our story. 
Okay. And our story will pull any tags from the snaps. So I was at Purdue University the other day and I took a snap and I tagged Purdue University in it. And it said, do you want to share it to our story? So I shared it to our story. So it went into the whole entire Purdue University story. It had like 300 people view it in a matter of seconds. So I didn't realize this and I started looking around to other places and there's a lot of people, you can create a story, you can map a geofence around your office and then anybody that creates a story that's in that area, that tags that area or is in that area, it's gonna ask them if they wanna share it to your whole story. And then it's, it's really cool. Like I was imagining when I was in college, waking up on a Saturday morning and checking out, you know, the produce snap to see, you know, what everybody did the night before it was, it just opened my eyes to actually how cool and how community driven these social media sites really are becoming. And that's what it's all about. It's, and that's where Facebook is trying to figure out and hone in in what they've done in being private personal they have lost yeah. some of the public and community like twitter and instagram and um snapchat are able to linkedin too are yeah, able to the first time i've ever gotten excited about snapchat i was, was cool that, it was cool that's was the cool. first time because all of a sudden i had like like you know whatever it is that happens to me i had like three ideas go oh i would do that i would do that and i would do that <laughs> and i'm going Okay, now I could leverage Snapchat because mm -hmm. to me, Snapchat had that Twitter kind of esque like you should gotta be you gotta be someone first. Now it allows a nobody to yep. come in and go, let me ride that wave. Let me yep. let me. I oh, I oh, there's a wave over there. You can jump on, and now you can become Kelly Slater uh, of 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 the Snapchat. So that excited me. It is. It's really cool. So if you go to like a really popular local cafe in your area and you do a snap there, do your chiropractic education, you know, snap video there, you tag that in there, it's going to get everybody in that local area. And then you can repurpose it. So I save all my snaps and repurpose them to Instagram and Facebook. It doesn't have to be a end all be all, but more things coming with Snapchat. They're doing some very, very intriguing things that are just fun. Snapchat's fun to be on. Facebook isn't fun to be on anymore. I was even playing with the Facebook filters and they're ugly. They make you look ugly. You know, Instagram and Snapchat, they make women look beautiful. It's like Facebook is kind of losing their thing because I, I, I really love, I'm almost done. I can edit. I, I love it. Yeah. Let's, I love Facebook, but let's, Hey, hey, um, you go rock out and, uh, I'm going to go take some 49 breaths or, or some, some breaths. <laughs> All right. You have fun at DE. I'm being kicked out of the spring training facilities. They're closing up. We're going to head That's over rough. to the hotel. Lock her up. But, lock hey, her up. Lock lock her up. Leave us your questions. We'll talk about. Uh, passionate patients and raving fans and all of those things I said in the comments. We'll talk about that next week. So you'll have to stay tuned and send us your questions on that. Peace, guys. Right. Bye, everybody. That is it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Cairo Social Tech Raw Show. We hope you heard something that you can use and implement in your practice today. We would love to hear from you as well. Please do leave us a review wherever you are listening to this. You can catch any of the episodes live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Purdue Nicole. We try to include as much of the details of the show in the show notes as we can 
including the links to our supporters, Vitalogics Cloud EHR and Bolt Tape. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.